Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we're going to have some fun fishing today. Uh, a lot of what we're going to be talking about is the uh, um, Baja California Sur. And for those that are not that familiar, the um, until... Well, that reminds me of a quick story. I don't know if I'll tell you this joke or not. But uh, at one time, Southern California was a part of Old Mexico. And I believe from Monterey, parts of Arizona, New Mexico. But uh, when we, uh, uh, well, I don't think we bought it from Mexico, but when we acquired it, <laughs> then, uh, uh, but it seems like they've acquired it back. <laughs> but uh, beautiful, beautiful area, very unique, very pristine. And we're going to be talking to um, uh, Gracie or uh, Griselda from Griselda Smokehouse in Cabo San Lucas coming up here in, a, in the next minute or so. And uh, uh, we're going to find out a little bit about what's going on down there. And then we're going to go over to Eddie Damo from Van Warmer Resorts in the East Cape. And our very special guest, we have Larissa Switlick, or uh, known as Larissa Unleashed, who's a television personality and a very attractive uh, young lady, also a star angler and hunter. I think she's in Kodiak Island right now. She's busy. Okay. And, uh, Ten minutes. Uh, five minutes. And uh, we'll bring her on and, and uh, see what she's been up to. She just got back from Europe, and when I talked to her this morning, I think that they've been out uh, just hunting for bighorn sheep on Kodiak Island. So be be a lot of fun with that. Uh, so we're going to find out all about what's been happening down there, and maybe we'll touch on what what's been happening down there in the last ten years. the The area that you fish in Southern Baja is. Um, topography very unique. We're going to find out about that and see if there's been any effect on the catch and release that's become more popular in the last 10 or 15 years. But we want you to pay attention throughout the entire program. We appreciate that. And we're going to be going down, um, uh, well, actually, Ken's right here. We're going to be going down the end of September and find out about it. So we'll give you a report from that also. But uh, stay tuned. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we're going to be right back with you. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way. What a wonderful way, let's go fishing. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio on the line with us. We have um, Mr. East Cape. Eddie Dalmau, who is, well, actually, he pretty much runs the Van Warmer Resorts, but he's probably too embarrassed to say that. And besides, <laughs> Ch- Chacha may not agree with that, or Chucky, but <laughs> but he, he really is the man. And he's been there for, how long have you been there, Eddie? You know, I started in 2001, so uh, 14, 14 years. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad because I think that's probably when the things really started to change. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about today, if you don't mind, is the, uh, what, I don't know, what do you call topography in the ocean? I'm not sure what the term is, but it's a, the, the southern Baja and the east cape of Baja, which is above uh, Cabo San Lucas and then the Sea of Cortez, is very, very unique because you've got, you know, deep water trenches, you've got sea mounts, you've got islands, and you've got some of the most incredible fishing anywhere in the world. And I would say easily, because I've been to more than a couple of different places, is it for value as far as big game fishing, consistency, and the price? I don't think there's any place in the world. I'm not saying there's no place in the world that has, you know, that may not have equal fishing, but they don't have the infrastructure, the boats, and the prices that you guys have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we are really blessed to be in such a special area. And like you said, you know, we have a lot of, you know, the big trenches. Um, the water drops off very, very uh, quickly once you leave shore in the East Cape. So you're in this really serious deep water. Um, we have a lot of, you know, structure, sea mounts, islands, like you said, um, which cr- uh, creates a, a, an ecosystem uh, in the ocean that is unlike any other, which attracts um, so many different species of fish. And that's what makes it uh, such a great fishery. When, when one species, uh, like this year, it's been Dorado. We haven't really seen too many Dorado in the area. Uh, water temperatures have been very, very warm. Um, the Dorado have either gone down deep or they've moved up to Southern California um, yeah. to find cooler <laughs> water. Um, but, you know, when that, when, because we have such a unique ecosystem there in the Sea of Cortez, um, there's always something that's going to be moving in or out of that area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so you're always going to be able to fish for something as long as you have an open mind um, and you're not just um, specifically targeting one species. You can pull on fish pretty much all day. You can go inshore yeah. for roosters and you can go for uh, down deep for snapper and grouper, cabria. Um, you can go offshore for blue marlin, striped marlin. Uh, wahoo fishing has been great. So one thing might drop off, and you may hear, um, you know, the fish, the, you know, the Dorado fishing in the East Cape isn't the same as it was a couple of years ago, and that's true. You know, they have moved up to, to cooler waters, but that's all cyclical. It's going to change, but that also brings in other species. And as long as you're you're willing to adapt, you can. You know, we've had a, a tremendous year for blue marlin this year. We've had a tremendous year for wahoo, and that ecosystem that you were talking about. John, it creates an environment where you're going to have a lot of bait fish, and where there's bait fish, you're going to have predator fish, and you're going to have good fishing all the time. Well, just a, a quick comment: when you say warm water, uh, you know, when I was in Alaska a few years a few weeks ago, uh, Ketchikan, the normal water temperature is 52 to 55; it was 63. But when yeah. you, but when you're talking about warm water in East Cape, how warm is warm? 
Right now in the East Cape, we're looking at between 86 and 89, depending on where <laughs> you're at in the East Cape. And there's even some places up in La Paz um, and further north in Laredo where it's yeah. reaching 90, 91 yeah. degrees. So it's very, very warm. Well, this is the hottest time of the year, and we're going to be, uh, Ken is, is sitting there with me, we're going to be going down to La Paz at uh, the end of September. And, you know, hopefully by that time it, it maybe will cool off a little bit. But the best fishing is normally when the water's the warmest, in particular the marlin, in particular the big marlin, and then, of course sure. the wahoo and, uh, and the tuna-like warm water. Sure, yeah. You know, it's funny. It becomes to a point where it's kind of like a slot. They like a certain temperature. If it gets too warm, what they'll end up doing is they'll dive down deep. And unless you have sonar um, and things that you can go down deep and get them, you're not going to get any kind of bites on fish that go down deep because they're looking for cooler water. So there's a, there's kind of a, you know, yeah, they, they, they like warm water, but there is kind of like that happy medium. Well, a lot, isn't that a lot of that to bait fish? If the, if it's Absolutely, too, yeah, where the bait, bait fish yeah. go. The bait fish will move uh, to deeper water. The fish will follow them. Um, so that's where that's where they'll they'll draw them down. They'll draw the fish up north uh, towards California in the Pacific, where it's cooler water. Um, so really, there's that that slot where where wherever the bait fish goes, where the predator fish are going to go. And if the bait fish go down, then that's where the that's where the uh, predator fish are going to go. And then our boats are going to have a hard time getting them. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to, I'm sure that you you probably know Griselda for, or Gracie at, uh, in, in Cabo San Lucas, but uh, we're going to see. You know, I've never met Gracie because no, I've she's always a doll. dealt with the East Cape Smokehouse. So. Yeah, well, that's where you are, right, right. No, she's right. She, she's a real doll. And, uh, you know, the great thing is, well, it's like you, you pull your boat up and, you know, they come down, pick it up, and they take it to the smokehouse. And right before you leave, you just go pick up your cooler and take it to the airport. Oh, yeah, it it's a wonderful so service they offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, apparently the blue marlin have been um, coming in early this year. Yeah, blue marlin fishing. Um, you know, I've talked to a lot of guys uh, and a lot of people that have come down to fish. They've never seen the blue marlin fishing as as uh, going off as much as it's gone off this year. Um, from the beginning of the season, when we started in May, we started seeing a heavy, heavy influx of, uh, of billfish. And then the, mar- the blue marlin, we started hitting those probably in late May. And it was just a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Nothing huge like we've seen in other years where you can get up to 700 pounds, five to 700 pounds. But we are seeing a lot in the 250 to 350, 400-pound range, well, um, which Eddie, is a nice Eddie, marlin. Eddie, trust me. <laughs> You know, when you when you start talking about that, sometimes you get lucky and they'll just kind of jump in the boat in forty five minutes. Yeah. But uh, you know, you you tie into a three hundred, four hundred pound blue, uh, you can plan on being there for a couple hours. For a while, absolutely. Yeah. And, absolutely. Then, and then you bring it in and let it go. But that's one yeah. of the things I want to mention also. Uh, you mentioned you've been down there for 14 years. Um, I haven't missed a year in at least 30 years, and I believe that the marlin fishing now is at least as good, if not better, than it was then. And a lot of that yeah. has to do with the catch and release is becoming popular. Can you can you comment on that? And that's another, it's a two-part question, is... When you catch and release, there's such thing as resident marlin, which, of course, you'd have a huge effect on, uh, and then the pelagic. So if, if you'd make a couple of comments on what you've seen change uh, in you know, what the anglers are doing and, and how many marlin are coming in now as opposed to 14 years ago. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, we've started, a, uh, I know Bob Van Warmer, when he was still around, um, he, he implemented a program many years ago to tag and release um, as many marlin as possible. The tagging part of it has kind of dropped off, but we are we still um, in memory of Bob Van Warmer. Um, I think almost all the hotels uh, in the East Cape area practice uh, catch and release, and we have seen a tremendous amount of billfish come back because of that. And I think that that's really sustained our fishery because, when the tuna or dorado are not around, which is our have always been our bread and butter, we can always fall back on the billfish and and keep uh, mm-hmm. our clients and, and anglers happy. And it's in our best interest to do that. And we're going to take it a step further uh, next year. And I'm going to work uh, together with our captains and our boat dispatcher and some of our sponsors to implement a program where we're going to reward the captains 
for really taking care of the marlin because sometimes they, they right. roll die accidentally in the fight. Well, I, was, I, for I, I didn't want to bring that up, but yes, because the, the problem is, even though it's a sport fish and they're not supposed to be sold commercially, uh, you find them uh, going through the back door of restaurants. And, you know, a, a captain, if, you know, if he can make an extra 100 or 200 bucks, you know, by uh, bringing a marlin in and, you know, say, oh, gee, this is not going to live. We better we better go ahead and bring it aboard. And the angler doesn't really want it. So he'll take it and, you know, <laughs> and turn it into something he can use. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, one of the ways that we're going to stop that from happening is to compensate the captains by saying, if you don't, if a marlin does not die in, in one month, we're going to reward you with either money or goods. Uh, yeah. They love clothing, things like that. So we want to start a reward program That's where great. we're going to do that so that we can even <clears throat> take it another step forward where they're not even tempted to kill that marlin and, yeah. and kind of say, oh, it was going to die in the, it died in the fight, so we brought it in. You're so right. we want to just kind of erase that and, and take it one step further okay. next year. Eddie, um, we're going to have to come to a close on this segment. If you're not too busy, would you mind hanging around and talking to uh, Gracie out of Cabo with us? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, all right. We'll be back with you guys in three minutes. You are listening uh, to Fish Talk Radio, and we have Eddie Dalmal, who is the uh, uh, promotions. Well, actually, he pretty much runs the place. uh... First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort, the Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja, on the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos Delmar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Delmar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and uh, 
We, we have a couple of VIPs on the line with us. We have Eddie Damow, who is, uh, I still don't know exactly what he does at uh, the Van Warmer Resorts in the East Cape, but uh, he's, he's pretty much the one that, uh, you know, that, that, that runs things down there for the owners. But he's, uh, he's on vacation in Southern California right now, so we got him on. And then we also have the lovely um, Gracie, what, you go Grace, Gracie, Griselda, what, what do you prefer? Grace, Gracie, everybody knows me by Gracie. Right. My friends, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hope to be considered one of your friends, but oh. just real, real quickly, uh, Gracie, I know that you started at a young age. How long have you been in Cabo San Lucas? About twenty years now. Twenty-two years or mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. So ever since you, were, I'm new at it. Yeah, yeah. Theory, you know. <laughs> ever since you were 12. Okay, but ah, she has. Yeah, she has. She has Griselda's Smokehouse, which is uh, definitely, um, you know, uh, if you want to have your fish smoked, there's 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 really uh, uh, no other place to go. Honestly, there isn't. But uh, what she does, she offers a service. If you are in Cabo San Lucas and you come in on your boat, uh, the captain will make a call over. They'll bring. They'll send somebody over with a, uh, uh, you know, a, a dock uh, cart, pick up your fish, take it back, process it, and before you leave town to go to the airport, it's all... Um, cl- Ready to go. It's, well, it's just perfectly clean, flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and not only that, it's... Uh, um, I shouldn't tell you this, but you don't charge enough. Oh, <laughs> well, I just try to be fair. Yeah, but anyway. Same business. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, we're just talking to Eddie about uh, about billfish, and I'd like to get your opinion as to what the difference is between now and 14 years ago as far as the amount of uh, billfish that are coming in. Well, a lot of the fish has uh, come back. I think a lot of the programs with the catch and release really had pay, are paying off. There is... Uh, like this year, we had uh, almost every day, people are seeing a number of uh, blue marlin, lots of blue marlin, and of course the stripies are here year-round, but the blue marlin are more migratory and uh, lots, a lot better than it has been in the last maybe four or five years. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, I've caught, you know, probably more striped marlin than I've, than, you know, <laughs> you fight them for 45 minutes to let them go. Okay, well, I'd, yeah. I'd love to watch somebody else catch their first marlin. But uh, for me, but a blue, that's something completely different because um, for probably every 50 striped marlin, um, you, you get one blue. Yeah, and, uh, you get a chance at one blue, mm-hmm. yeah. And that that doesn't happen doesn't happen a lot, but it is uh, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. But yeah, well, if you if you're going to be coming down here soon, you'll see. You'll be mm-hmm. like in one day, probably three. You you can fight maybe three to four marlin, blue oh, marlin. Man, there's that many out there right now. Oh, it's too hot to it's do. It's great. That. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, John, that was one of the big differences of this year that I've seen compared to any previous year that I've been down there. Is that you honestly do have a shot at catching three to four blue marlin in a day and it, wow. and it has been done uh, so you it, and we've had probably uh, over a dozen uh, with the you know the, the grand slams the triple crown where people uh-huh. have come back with a sail a stripe and a blue in one day and that that usually happens once or twice a year for us in the east cape uh, it's happening a lot this year so it's really really been uh, a great built this season for mm-hmm. us uh, Gracie, the, a question I have, and, and Eddie, if you could help me out with this also, is that I believe they've found that there is such a thing as resident striped marlin. And, of course, that's extremely important for catch and release because, you know, you know if, you, if you kill the ones that are there, then they're not there. Absolutely, and, yeah. And the other thing I just mentioned real quick, you, you mentioned uh, uh, Dorado and Wahoo and Tuna. Well, a, a, a Dorado will go from an egg to 20 pounds in two years. But right. a marlin, I don't think it becomes uh, sexually mature until it's at least seven years old. So, you know, if you take those out of the water, it takes a long time to replace them. Right, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We definitely want to release, especially, you know, I mean, we, we practice release on all billfish. Um, I hate to say especially the juveniles, but... You know that that you know without saying you need to release as many billfish as possible because like you said we do have our resident striped marlin which you can catch pretty much year round in the East Cape um, even in the wintertime you know based on wind conditions for us in the East Cape 
Um, the Cabo doesn't have that in the wintertime like we do, but um, it gets a little bit windy. But they're always around. On a flat day, we can go out, fish for striped marlin any month of the year. And they are fun. And again, it's like, and I've, I've caught more than a few, but I really enjoy taking somebody out and letting them catch their first marlin. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty exciting stuff. And uh, by the way, take a camera with you. Oh, yeah. It's a great picture. You know, bring them, you know, take a picture of them. You know, we call CPR, catch, photograph, and release them all. Yeah. And, well, uh, and they're, they're real fun to catch. I mean, you never know. You may come back and and, uh, and get the uh, the Grand Slam and get the uh, sail yeah. blue and stripe in one trip. Well, I, 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 I'll, I'll try and make this a quick story. Last year, we were down with a friend, uh, Joe from Minnesota, and he had never caught uh, a billfish. And when he was uh, when he was 13, you know, when one of the television shows was around 30 years ago, uh, his desire was to catch a marlin. And we were out, uh, and the Dorado were all over the place, but there just wasn't a lot of marlin around. And he goes, "Man, I really want to catch a marlin." And I go, well, "Joe, you're in the right place, but today's probably not the right day. But you never know." Well, the deckhand pitched a caballito. On uh, out on a 50-pound test rig that we're using for Dorado, and guess what? <laughs> Big splash and zing, and uh, uh, the reel started screaming. He goes, "What is it? What is it?" And I said, "I don't, you know, I, I, not for sure, but it's a, uh, it's definitely a marlin, and it looks like a pretty good size one." And then after about you know 30, 45 seconds, about two or 300 yards away, you saw it come up out of the water. But all it came up was its head and shoulders. And I go, Joe, you're going to be here for a while. <laughs> the small ones will come all the way out of the water. The bigger the fish, the less they come out of the water. Well, yeah. to, to try and move it fast forward after about half an hour, the captain, and they know, he goes, so it's 250. And then another, wow. another hour, he goes, ah, 300. Another hour, he goes, 350. Another hour he goes 400. And meantime, his hands are cramping up, and you know you couldn't because with uh, the gear he had, you couldn't just wind it in. But uh, anyway, um, finally got it to the boat, and so Ziggy and I were kind of hanging over with a uh, iPad and a cell phone to take a picture of it. And then you know we're leaning over the boat as it was as the fish was coming up, and trying to get a picture of it for Joe. Well, this thing all of a sudden decided to come flying out of the water. It scared the bejesus out of us. And we, we dropped our cameras and ran. He, he never got it. And, and it was a true 450-pound blue. And, he, and he, never, he never even got a picture of it. All we got was like a shadow in the water. <laughs> no, but you know that, those are those are fish of a lifetime there, and, yeah. and you, you do see them. Yeah, so make sure that you. Uh, and actually, what's a good idea is to get a camera that's mounted on your head or sunglasses that they make them now too, so that yeah, you can follow. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, because if you don't, you know, you don't know when it's going to happen. But For sure. uh, anyway, but uh, um, real quickly, Gracie, you're talking about the blues that migrate. How far do they come from? Uh, with the currents, you know, it's actually a little hard to pinpoint uh, how far they're coming. But right now, we're having the currents come from the south and uh, very so tropical th- water. Th- so thousand, they're, they're thousand about miles. 200 meters down. Uh-huh. And uh, a lot of blues. And there's just, uh, Wait a minute. The, the, the marlin are 200 meters down? Yeah. Some of them, they're, they're, they're dropping the bay down. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do in December, actually. But right now... They're they're out there. They stay on the top, you know, feeding. But sometimes they're mm-hmm. um, they're a little below because the water on the top is being a little bit too warm. So they're uh, that's they they dropping bay well, down and um, right. I, they're I, finding I, them. I know one of the reasons that Cabo San Lucas is what it is is because there's a very deep water trench. And, yeah, the canyons up there. Mm-hmm. And when, mm-hmm. when marlin are traveling long distances, they usually travel in very deep water. So yeah. you're talking two, three, four thousand feet. Yeah, about uh, I think in meters, two hundred, about two hundred meters. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they've been finding them. And like mm-hmm. in December, like I said, they out here by the lighthouse, they, everybody knows they're dropping bait. And it's fun. You drop bait and you just hold on, you know, and yeah. uh, <laughs> you release them, and another one comes up, maybe. But it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. You're not trolling. You're just dropping bait. Literally, very fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
And well, that's and, and again, Cabo San Lucas. You've got uh, we talked to Eddie about um, you know right offshore, and Cabo San Lucas. There's a trench that goes just past the marina, the arch, the, the arches, uh, just uh, maybe a few hundred yards out. And I've seen and known of a lot of marlin caught, um, you know, within a quarter of a mile of where you dock the boat. That's what I got my first marlin right out there. Yeah. <laughs> like five minutes, I left the harbor. Five, like maybe eight minutes from the time I left the harbor, I got yeah. my first marlin. That was right. a lot of fun. And then Just uh, a little one, but it was fun. Yeah. And then you've got the, you know, the different banks where you go do south for tuna, or right. you kind of go south, uh, southwest, you know, for the Jaime Banks, or up north. Uh, for the Golden Gate or around the corner and up to it for, uh, for the uh, Gordo Banks. But yeah. uh, depending on where they are, you know, there's there's always something. It's very nice. We're oh, very lucky. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, it looks like we're kind of running out of time on this one. But uh, let's give Gracie a plug at Griselda Smokehouse if you happen to make it down. Uh, by the way, it's not just a smokehouse. You have a, a wonderful fleet of fishing boats. What's What is that called? Uh, Dream Maker Charters. Dream Maker Charters. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking for a great deal and some great boats and great captains, and if you're lucky, you might even get to meet Gracie and her, and her husband. Okay. I'm but, stuck uh, in here, so you meet there me. There you go. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah, right right, down in the marina. Eddie, thank you very much. Gracie, thank you very much. That was a lot of fun. I can't wait to get down and see you guys. Thank, thank you, guys. John. Alrighty. Thank okay. you so much. You're right. Have a wonderful time. Thank you. Bye. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we're going to be back with you momentarily. I am The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest technique, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com, click on the order link, and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com, Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent. Land control, 
watch you smoke. If it smells like fish, you can do as you wish. If it smells like cologne, just leave it alone. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and I think I alluded to earlier in the show, we have a very special guest. We have Larissa, uh, which is better known as Larissa Unleashed, uh, very uh, interesting, capable, and certainly very attractive angler. And Larissa, you right now, you are on Kodiak Island, correct? Yeah, I'm in Alaska. Yeah. And, well, I know that uh, there's like so much, so much I want to talk to you about, but so little time. You recently got back from Europe, where you traveled around for what at least a couple months, wasn't it? Fishing different tournaments in different countries. Yeah, I was, I was there for two months. I did two different tournaments uh, for fishing, and then did some hunting as well, and just kind of yeah, went through seven or eight different countries in oh. about two months' time span. Yeah, it sounds like once you got there, they didn't want you to leave. No, it was good. I got a lot of interviews, a lot of good good press. Okay. For, uh, well, let's let, let, let's start off a little bit with uh, what you're doing. I know you enjoy it, but uh, it's actually your business. So, give us a quick idea of what your business is. Yeah, I run uh, my own TV show. I'm trying to promote uh, females outdoor industry, and I actually just moved my fishing show, Larissa Unleashed on Fishing, to the World Fishing Network, which will start airing in October this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. And then I also have a hunting show that will be on Sportsman Channel starting in January of 2016, mm-hmm. or June. But it's been it's been an adventure been a lot of work but a lot of fun at the same time right well you know i know that you do a lot of different types of fishing but um you know you seem to be quite an accomplished outdoors woman uh i know you do a lot of bow hunting uh, and then a lot of big game hunting and fly fishing and carp fishing in italy and <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then uh i was with you what was it last year or the year before where we put you on your first marlin in cabo san lucas yeah, I knew a little bit of everything. I got a long bucket list. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm not even sure where to start. Well, you're in a, you're in uh, uh, Alaska, so let's start with that real yeah, quick. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually on a boat right now. I just bought a fishing license, and I'm hoping to get on some uh, silver salmon and maybe some halibut at night. And then at night is that um, what you also, said? Yeah, gonna try to do some fishing tonight. Oh, really? So, Never done yeah. that in Alaska. Well, of course, it doesn't get dark, does it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really get dark till like eleven o'clock at night here, so yeah. we got time. But yeah. and then uh, I'm headed. I just finished a mountain goat hunt in the mountains, which was probably one of the hardest hunts I've ever done. Very, very steep train, and then headed to Anchorage, where I'm going to do a caribou hunt. It's hunting season right now, so I got to film some TV shows for that. But uh, <laughs> over. And then I'll go back to Europe, actually, next month for uh, Team USA for the World Cup Classic. And this year, it's actually in France. Really? And what is the World Cup Classic? Tell us about that. Well, it's on the 16th year. It's all different days. It's about 300 participants. And I'm actually teaming up with uh, the people that came in second place last year. Mm-hmm. But it's a really difficult tournament. We fish and camp by the lake for about five, six days straight. And, and what are you fishing for? Just common carp and mirror carp. <laughs> what counts. And this year they changed the rules. Normally it's total weight, but right now it's big size, so more people have a chance. So you weigh in your big, your five biggest fish. Wow. And, um, so, but I also went over, I was in the Czech Republic about two months ago, uh-huh. and we did a junior carp event. It was the first year ever, and I was the captain of the team, and I brought two kids over, an uh, 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, and we were Team USA, and it was uh, to raise money for a cancer hospital over in the Czech Republic for cancer research. So it was a really great tournament, and it raised a lot of money mm-hmm. for donations. Uh, and then, but it was a really hard tournament for me because when things didn't happen, I wasn't allowed to touch anything or grab a rod or help them. The kids had to do everything. Oh, so, it was so you're, you're, the, you're the captain, but you couldn't catch them. You just had to guide, mm-hmm. guide them to do it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I just had to help them and, you know, talk tactics with them, but I wasn't allowed to touch a rod. So that was really difficult sitting there for three oh, days gosh. and not being able to no. touch a rod. But well, you know, it's, it's, it's only been in the last few years that, you know, that I've even realized that carp fishing actually is an international sport. Uh, I know they're very difficult to catch, and, you know, they're quite a prize uh, game fish in Europe. In the United States, people kind of laugh at it and go, ah, it's just a junk fish. But I'll tell you what, if you ever tried to catch one, it's not easy. Yeah, I mean, they're smart fish. And it's funny because I just wrote an article for uh, the Carp Magazine. Uh And what I wrote in it was a lot of people in America think I'm crazy because I carp fish and I enjoy it. I tell them, like, listen, I was like, once you catch one on a rod and reel, then, then... Talk, come back to me and talk to me and see how it yeah. is. You know, well, well, yeah, there. but you're right. A lot of people use uh, 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 bow fishing for them and, uh, mm-hmm. and just stab them and, and pull them up. But, you know, they're, I guess it's kind of like a freshwater uh, tarpon, isn't it? It's very similar. Yeah, very similar. Very, very strong fighting fish. And they're smart, too. It's difficult. There's a lot of tactics. But it was interesting, too, because the kids that I brought over, they're very, very, very experienced anglers. And carp angling. The reason why I picked them was because they actually beat me in a tournament in Texas. <laughs> and I was like, I know that they're the right, the right boy for the the task. So I brought them over. But I told them, I was like, you have to come over three days early because you need to learn the European tactics because we catch them way different in America than in Europe. And they were a little stubborn at first, and they didn't want to listen to me. But <laughs> well, after they're about teenagers. They're not supposed to listen, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but after about a day, and they, we had a local guide helping us, and they figured out, wow, yeah, European carps are way different than American carps. So they caught on real quick, but it hmm. was fun to watch them learn and, you know, get better with carp angling and now, when, when you're fishing for carp, you use bait or use lures or fly fishing or what it's, do you um, do? Well, for these tournaments, we it's, we use hair rigs and it's actually boilies. Like in America, we use a lot more maize and tiger nut, but over in Europe, when and the kids found out very quickly that they were catching a lot more carp on the boilies which is like kind of a dough ball and, and, you know, there's different flavors like fruit or mm-hmm. spicy or squid flavored. And they would still put like their imitation corn um, or pop-up. So we <laughs> yeah. make a snowman rig. And it actually looks like a snowman in it, the way it sits <laughs> okay. on the bottom of the, the hook, the face on the oh, bottom. Oh, I see. Just a ball on top up. of a ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the hook link is on the bottom. And when the cart sucks it up, they're bottom feeder and they'll suck it up and, when they turn, there's a weight, and the pressure of that weight uh, hooks them right in the mouth. Hmm. And uh, we actually put the rods on alarm, so you don't hold the rod. You just set it in a rod pod and you wait. Hey, now, that's, that's, that's my kind of fishing. So you just uh, put, exactly. it, put it in the water, put the alarm on, and take a nap. Pretty much. So yeah. uh, you can either sit by a lake for five days and not catch anything, or you're not sleeping because the carp are feeding all throughout the night, and yeah. you're just running and getting... Uh, so you, it, it's actually you, you're literally 24 hours in when you're when you're fishing. You're mm-hmm. camped out next to the to the river, the lake. Oh, uh, it's like yeah. a 144 hour straight tournament. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, tell us about what's um, what you've got on some of your TV shows that are going to be coming out uh, in October. Let's see. We had a uh, female tarpon tournament. That was a fun one. Me and two of my girlfriends uh, go out and focus around pass and compete in an all-women's tarpon tournament. We have me fishing in Costa Rica, which was actually a really fun adventure because I ended up getting my passport stolen. Oh. So I caught a lot of really big fish. <laughs> oh, yeah, be careful. Actually, I had an experience similar to that. Uh, wh- where were you in Costa Rica? Uh, we went to Los Buenos. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It and, was like uh, 20 Haco. minutes yeah. from the airport. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we stopped by this little restaurant, and what happened was we had the, my backpack was in the van, and we walked away from the van for not even two minutes, and someone broke the window and grabbed my backpack and jumped in a car and drove off. Wow. And well, I had my passport and all my money and camera equipment. Oh, no. Well, I, you know, I don't want to put down Costa Rica, but, uh, you know, I, I love it, but... 
Um, the fish just, industry got to watch itself. But I was going to say, uh, violent crime in that type of thing is almost non-existent. But uh, petty theft is a national pastime. <laughs> and so, yep. yeah, you don't. That's uh, exactly what it is. You, do, you know, you don't put your wallet in your back pocket. Uh, you don't, uh, you know, you just you sometimes. You I, I learned a hard but way the myself. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it's a bill fishing. And then we also, fishing. Yeah. One, of, one of the episodes is actually kayak fishing down the Baja. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting one. Is that, is that we, when you uh, fished uh, Mag Bay and, and down with Grizz? Yeah, I think uh, this episode will be in La Bacana. Oh, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we're fishing with the Grizz down in Mexico. We met him. This is the first episode of a series, but uh, it's, it's an adventure, to say the least. We uh, got the truck stuck in the kayak trailer <laughs> in, the, in the sand. And adventure, yeah. In the middle of nowhere at night. So. Wow. And we, I think we broke the kayak trailer okay. halfway through. Well, we're, we're, this segment is almost done. Let's go over real quickly again. It's, uh, it's Larissa Unleashed, and I know you've got a website, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's LarissaUnleashed.com, and that's L-A-R-Y-S-A. Yeah, L-A-R-Y-S-A. And, uh, mm-hmm. check out the shows where it's Unleashed on Fishing on the World Fishing Network starting mm-hmm. in October. And I'll I tell you what, just, uh, you know, just uh, taking a look at Larissa is worth going to the site by itself. She's, uh, you know, she's... she's <laughs> yeah, uh, I just actually, I just added a lot of new photos, too. Okay. So finally updated my site. It's been a while. Okay. Well, I appreciate you taking some time out of your uh, uh, time in Alaska to, to visit with us. So, no worries. It's L A R Y S A LarissaUnleashed dot com, and you can find a lot of information. And I'm sure you've got some information about how to see your shows. All okay. Right. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Yes, we'll love to get back with you real quick. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Five fishing poles, one for every fish. Gonna get my dinner from the clear deep water. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have our uh, uh, assistant producer or executive <coughs> producer, depending on uh, <laughs> on which you want to call it. We have got Ken Cleveland in here with us today. Well, thank it's you, helping John. out because uh, Larissa couldn't hang around long enough, so I got, well, shoot, I talked to myself or I'll talk to Ken, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, the uh, a couple of things, let's go over some of the things we talked about during the show, Ken, is, you know, we're, you know, Baja, and of course, we're going down to Baja the end of September. Uh, to uh, La Paz and to uh, Cabo San Lucas. And we probably spend too much time talking about that because I enjoy it. You know, we've got a condo down there. And by the way, if anybody wants to go down, let me know. You wouldn't believe what we can do for you down there. Well, the marlin fishing sounds just fantastic down there right now. Yeah. Uh, stripers you can always catch. But the blues, mm-hmm. um, I've never caught one. I've got... In 30-some years, I've got two, but I've probably caught 50 stripes, and I don't even, you know, try anymore. <laughs> but uh, they're, but now, again, um, and it's, it's so easy. If anybody, no matter where you are listening to us, uh, anywhere in the country for <coughs> sure, and maybe outside the country, Cabo San Lucas, they've got to have like 20, 30 flights a day coming in from everywhere. And the flights are inexpensive. And we were talking to Eddie about what a great deal it is. Well, and uh, we were talking to Larissa about Costa Rica. Well, a, uh, say, 32, 35-foot cruiser um, in Costa Rica is going to run you around 1200 bucks. Uh, in Cabo, it's going to run six or 800 bucks, And you don't have to go very far to catch fish. And the accommodations right now are ridiculously inexpensive. You can get a, you know, three, four, five-star room for, you know, between 100 and 200 bucks a night. That's what I saw. And I saw the airfares are just about, you could almost go down for a three-day weekend and justify the airfare. Yeah. Um, It was very inexpensive. Of course, right now it's a little warm. And when we say warm, if the water temperature is 90, you can guess what the air temperature is. <laughs> well, I was thinking you could probably, if you wanted a cup of tea, you could probably just get it out of the swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, well, let's put it this way. If you're hot, you don't jump in the ocean to cool off. <laughs> you, no. You know, you jump in the ocean, get out, and then let it evaporate off your skin. Yeah. And then you're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, So have you ever caught a marlin? I have caught a marlin. Uh, I've caught, caught several, but the first one cracked me up. We were <clears throat> out of uh, Punta Colorada. And uh, we're trolling, and Marlin came up and hit the feathers, and it was knocking the feathers all over the place. And uh, I'd come down prepared for the Marlin. I had my two-speed and a 4-0, and the deckhand grabbed my Pen 500 Jigmaster, baited it up, and caught the Marlin. Oh, no. And I'm looking at my two-speed going, I'd really rather be on the two-speed than this Jigmaster. Here, you bring it in. (laughs) But um, my son put my rod belt on me because I didn't have the rod belt on. And it, it was like twenty thirty minute battle. Oh, okay. Um, and I assigned my son to take pictures, and I've got two really blurry pictures of this marlin. That was it. Yep. Well, we talked about that. You know, they do have as far as cameras. We're going to see if we can get some sponsors with some some good camera equipment, which hopefully will be soon. But uh, there's a couple of different ones that we have had on. You know, of course, the GoPros are kind of a no-brainer. But there's also you can get uh, sunglasses that you know that look kind of that have a little lens in the middle. And, you know, it seems kind of hokey, but everywhere you turn your head is, is what you're taking the video of. So it's not like someone is behind you trying to capture it. It, it really works well, and you can take single pictures out of that. Well, if we can find a sponsor that wants to um, clip one on my new sunglasses that I just ordered, okay, I will uh, clip them on my sunglasses. All right, me. we'll work on that for you. But if anybody's interested, again, uh, we mentioned it before, and we've got a couple people call in. If anybody wants to say, oh, you know what? 
I, I forgot about it today. We got some stuff we got to give away. Uh, carrot sticks uh, has a fly rod that they want to give to somebody, and we've got some other things and a bunch of stuff we need to give away. So um, we don't have a lot of time right now, but just send us an email and tell us about what kind of a trip you'd like to have, and we'll put you in the contest. And sometime in the next month or so. Appreciate you tuning in. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be get back with you real soon. See you next week.